Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. All right, welcome to episode 98 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Tony the Pony. Yes, we do. And off-road flannel Andy. I am a flannel person today. Oh boy, <laughs> almost what? every day. Yeah. The only thing that's different about today is you're actually wearing it. Yeah. yeah. You Normally you bring it in the house and you wear it around your neck like you're some Frenchman. Well, it's a scarf. <laughs> oh. Doubles. I remember one night. I'm just gonna. We were <laughs> at our local bar, and uh, we had some drinks. And I remember being a little buzz and looking over at you, and you had that scarf around you, and it really did look like you were some guy from Europe, <laughs> just sitting there with your French. Uh, scarf on. I remember looking at someone being like, hey, look at Andy. He looks like he's from France. He was wearing a beret. He had a, a baguette under <laughs> his arm. All of a sudden, then I looked over again. You had like a little Walt Disney mustache going on. Wow. And then a filtered cigarette in your mouth. I mean, like Corilla DeVille. That's pretty sweet. All right. Well, I love tangents, and I love how we, we do a lot of them. Sounds great. like you don't. <laughs> oh, I love them, Andy. Stay on track. That was the end of the tangent, though. Um, we, tangents are actually – this is kind of a tangent. This whole thing – with uh, folding phones and unfoldables and whatnot has been a tangent in my life because they don't really go anywhere. But allegedly, Samsung is going to be taking it somewhere. And in that somewhere is next Wednesday the 20th. They are they released a teaser trailer. You know anything about this, Andy? No. I mean, they got it, they got to announce the new phone because I know it's coming out next so month. So it's uh, the trailer itself is about 20 seconds. It's Korean words, which I don't know what they are. <laughs> And yeah. oh. <laughs> they're uh, kind of folding on the screen, if you will. Uh, and then it, it, it changes, and it, uh, it says, the future unfolds. Ooh, I like that. So, obviously, we know that they're bringing flip phones back. But this time, it's all glass. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing this. I don't think... I, I don't think I'm going to like it for a while. Um, but I don't think I like the iPhone 1 for a while, though. I'll say that. Um, the expected price tag of this thing, by the way, is about 1700 bucks. So that's a yeah. big old pile of fuck you. Uh, they are expected to release or unveil three S10 models. Now, mind you, this is an old pickup truck, uh, S10. Are you going to get one, Andy? Most likely because I'm having some problems. Battery. Look at, look at that. Oh, Andy. Andy's It'll be weird. get the first yeah, foldable battery, phone. I could see breaking it. Jack, hey, you yeah. don't need to explain to us. I'm all on board you getting this phone. And by the way. That was a prediction. It was. Well, it oh. hasn't happened yet. It was. Andy to get a new no, phone. No, no, no. You're on the record saying you're going to. Yeah, something could happen. I could lose my job tomorrow. No. Probably less likely. Andy, to. we're not going to let you go. You're, yeah. You're Even safe you... at least through our happy hour pod coming out on Wednesday night, by the way. Well, you uh, can have the company buy me the phone. Then you can fulfill this. We could probably have our producer buy you the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just expense it, Andy. You don't, do you not use Concur? Come on. Yeah, I expense all of my shit to the. the we pod. actually don't right now. I have to set that up. Ugh, rookie. Yeah. Um, but this thing has been long awaited, and honestly, so I was reading through this uh, little form this uh, earlier today, and people, at least the commenters, do not give a shit. They think it's going to be dumb and this and that. I like the idea of this thing. You mean to tell me that this phone will be? I don't even know the dimensions of it, honestly. Uh, but Four feet wide. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be huge, but then it's going to shrink down to the size of probably a regular iPhone. It's going to be like a map, and you got to fold it, and then it never okay. folds back. I don't way. think you're making multiple folds on this thing. I think oh, it's just a one-and-done fold. Be. 
uh, half a sandwich style. Now, yeah, is it just one fold, like, just one way, or does it roll? It's not a scroll. Why not? I think we're miles, ear. we're miles away from that, Andy. Are you it, kidding me? Keep it in your ear there, and then, like, oh, I got a call. Pull it out. What, what like, in like your ear pencil. like a cigarette? No, like how you put a pencil between your you ear. You want to tuck your phone yeah, in right your there. ear. Yeah. <laughs> Good oh, luck I'm getting a call. You think, hold on, when you're folding your phone like a, a sheet of aluminum foil, you think you're still going to put that thing up to your ear? You're not going to have, like, a little earbud like in the movie Her? No, you're just keeping it up there. And then, yeah, if ear. it's that close to your ear, why not just... Yeah, and then put a little mic right there. A little... Yeah. Speaker. Oh, the world you want to live in is an yeah. interesting one. Uh, but nevertheless, it's finally, finally supposed to be unveiled. They did that thing like two or three months ago, whatever it was, where they turned all the lights off, kind of like this podcast or the uh, studio right now where we have the uh, planetarium going on in here, and then had a brief shitty lit demo behind a case of what appeared to be a dim screen folding in half. Um, I hope to God it's not that all over again. This this better be substantial, and I think it's going to be. Um, but I guess we're gonna find out next Wednesday. So we will. I'll definitely be touching base on this, and you're gonna get my full opinion on it. And I expect to see it in your hands September of this year, or whenever the hell Wait, they're supposed no, to. No, this comes out in March. The, oh wow! The so galaxies? it's like here. Yeah, galaxies okay. come out in March. That's true. Yeah, they usually come out pretty fast. Okay, well I expect to see that thing in March, Andy. Well, throw your Again. phone in the pond. I don't care. Um, all right, we're moving on from phones I'll never own. Let's <laughs> let's go into surprises because Andy loves oh, to surprise. do surprises, and this time we told him not the end of the pod. What about the beginning? Let's do the beginning. Let's do it, Andy. Let's yeah, hear. Yeah, you know we talk some entertainment news. No, really. And I got a piece of entertainment news Ooh. that Tony's probably interested. I always well, like this because I always feel like at least ninety percent of Andy's surprises it always goes with Tony's gonna like this. Yeah, Tony's gonna, and I, I, I appreciate that. I probably will. What the big, the bigger surprise is if you hadn't already heard this, but the Simpsons did get renewed for thirty-one and thirty-two. Wow. Good. So there you go. As they should. Thirty-one and thirty-two. That's. I honestly think that show it's gonna go until, like, one of the main Simpsons characters dies. Like once. They like, kill off Homer. They already. Who's the? No, I no no. I mean like the the, the, the actual person. Yeah. No, I mean the uh, voice actress for did die. One one of them did. Just just not one of the, like the main, main. Well, one of the what's her name, Miss Carbopel yeah, died. Yeah, that's who it was. And then. Uh, so what did they do with her? Troy McClure. <laughs> uh, they killed her off. She, really? She wow. got married to like Ned Flanders, and then she died again. Wow. I didn't know that. Flanders' yeah. wife died again. Yeah, they did. They did kill her off because there's one. Uh, the one of the one of the episodes. What happens is Flanders is sitting in his chair and it's something like that. And then he's like depressed over her. And then Nelson like is looking out through the window and then just goes ha ha. And then right after that, he's just like I miss her too, or like I miss her, or whatever, something like that. So it went from like him like mocking Flanders to like actually then being like very sympathetic, saying he misses yeah. her also. And then I think at the end it said, in memory of Marsha, whatever her last name was. But, yeah, they did kill off Mr. Bobble. And like I said, I mean, I, I'm all over the place when I watch Simpsons because I only watch on FX. And it goes from, like, oh, season three, episode six tonight to season 28, episode 14 tonight. And it's like I'm so – like the newer seasons I don't watch enough. Like, I mean, I could spot yeah. a season 
a season in the first like 10 seasons compared to a like season in the last five because of yeah. just the animation. But still, it's like I just don't – I'm just not as used to those episodes. But yeah, she was killed off though. Dang. But yeah, like you said, the fact that it was because of Flanders was married to her again. They just keep doing Flanders like that. Poor guy. So that that was a surprise? Yeah. Okay. That we, means uh, we got to have Simpsons news. And it always starts with like the Treehouse of Horrors too. So I mean the the new, yeah. new seasons usually start in like what September, October, Summer, September, October, yeah. Fox always has that problem where they have the World Series so their shows aren't on for like two months. Oh yeah. Well, that'll be here fast. It will be, well, man. It's, it's already right now. It's already halfway through February basically. And then we're going to yeah. be in March and April. We're going to be zooming. Yeah. Got daylight savings time coming up. That's going to be huge. Yes. You're going to blink time. and it's going to be May. Yeah. And you're going to blink three more times. It's going to be fucking well, July. You're going to click yeah. your heels and then you're going to be gone. Okay. <laughs> that got really dark. Ominous. <laughs> oh, you want to darken ominous. Oh, yeah. I went a little too ominous. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. We're going to go. We have a lot of movie stuff to get into. We're going to start it out with a little box office, but... We're, I'm going to tease you for a second. We're going to do some uh, big movies coming this year, and even TV, and it's very exciting. And maybe not all of them are big, but just know you're going to know, and you're going to want to see them. Bingo. Star Wars. Nope, definitely not on the list, but okay. Top box office for this last weekend. The Lego Movie 2, something second. Something eighty-five percent, thirty-four and a half million dollars. Yeah, disappointing opening yeah. weekend. Not what you wanted to see. Half of what the number one, the first one did. But so yeah. I, February release, a sequel that isn't necessarily like you know wanted, needed. I, I want to see it because I like the first Lego movie. There, it's funny, but I'm wasn't like I'm an oh, adult, yeah, Lego. and it did. It was on Netflix, so this one will probably be on Netflix. So I'll watch it, or was it HBO? Whatever it was, it was somewhere streaming. I'll watch it at that time because that's all I need. And the Lego Ninjago movie did terrible. I'm so not going to watch that one. That already came out. But Lego Batman's funny. Yeah, that one I enjoyed too. I, I like how they make so fun they're, of They're trying to do all, this, all these Lego series things. and you know, It's kind of nostalgic. and reminds you of when you were playing with toys and Legos and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, what Men Want. $19.1 million. Now, if you guys recall, we played the game for this movie. Um, we are going to interrupt the top boxes numbers, uh, box office numbers to uh, review that for a moment. So, Andy, you gave it a 29. Tony the Pony, you gave it a 48. I myself gave it a 64. I felt a little bit optimistic about this. And then I, uh, I said I saw Schmidt from uh, New Girl, and then I, I kind of wanted to take my number and lower it but nevertheless that movie what men want is rotten at 46 percent tony the pony two points off pretty close hats off to you well done Uh, on down the list cold pursuit which dropped substantially i believe it was like a 92 last week 73 now yeah liam neeson didn't have a good week if you uh yeah he said something offensive or he racist what he's something about a black person he said in the 80s he oh, went wow. around black neighborhoods because he wanted to get in a fight with black people because, like, a friend was raped or something by a black person. And okay. Like, what are you talking about, Liam? I respect that. 
Well, he basically said he was pretending to be Batman, <laughs> wandering <laughs> yeah. around bad neighborhoods, hoping to get. He had well, just, he had just watched Taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, that's what turned him into the act. He's like, hey, Andy. Maybe he's just a method actor. <laughs> well, this yeah. was in the '80s before yeah, he was. He knew he was. He knew his future. Was yeah, right. he knew it was coming out. He knew his dreams. Uh, hold on. So honestly, that also he was actually sounds, part of the League of Shadows. Yeah. That also sounds like one of my friends when he gets drunk, not specifically just for black people, but just specifically getting drunk and wanting to fight people. That's a lot of Americans. I feel like. But I mean, he's from, Ar- he's from Ireland. So. Yeah. Hold on. Was did he actually fight anyone? No. Oh, oh really? I don't, think, I don't think there's any history of that. So. And he so said. that's the reason this movie tanked. The reviews went down, so I don't know if that's related or not. But he had a decent. Motive. Do we care that he said he had an urge to go fight someone because he, it was very strange? Was it was very. It was very racist because he's like, I wanted to go to the bad neighborhoods to fight the black people, and he was like. He's Andy. basically trying to be like, I'm not like that now, but it's like, Hold why on. did you even admit that? Uh, yeah, I get that part is stupid, but I'm trying to even see. So I don't want to talk about this controversy. That's why I didn't bring it up. I mean, I didn't bring it up earlier. Oh, you did. But mm. So that tanks a movie, though. Uh, no. 20 points? I don't know. Okay, so it just said, as of 13 hours ago, Liam Neeson's cold pursuit flops at box office amid controversy. Huh. So basically saying, like, I think the controversy did have a little bit to do with it. I that. saw, like, a, a piece of it, like, on a news channel before, like, a little commercial, like, coming up. But I, I never – don't tell me what's coming up. Just bring it. I'm not waiting. Yeah, that's how news works. Um, nah, I still want to see it. It looked kind of funny. $10.8 million, though. That's uh, that's low. The upside, still up there. 7.3 at 40% rotten. Andy Glass, you're the only one who saw it this weekend. $6.5 million. You saw it a lot. Uh, no, there was a, a good amount of people there for a what one o'clock showing on a Saturday for a movie that's been around for six weeks. That's it's it's hanging on. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about it here or later? Um, you know, if you'd like to, you can. Let's take it. I mean, I got other things to talk about. I know the, end of the show. I'm sure you watched a lot of AMC this weekend. Let's hear what do you think of it. Yeah, Glass. It's is it 36 percent worthy? It's not 36 percent. I don't I don't understand that. Other than they kind of want to like punish M Night for like doing this movie again or seventy five percent audience score. Yeah, I mean, I, everyone in the theater seemed to enjoy it. It had more of James McAvoy doing his thing. Uh, he's great doing that thing. And it's it's great. We even got a glimpse at some new characters, but it's still you mostly get that uh, the eight year old kid. Or Is it because Sarah Paulson's in it? No, and she she just looks mean. Well, she's great because she is the villain in the sense that she's holding the superheroes here and her job is to convince them that they're not superheroes that they don't have any special powers hold on are they actual superheroes though or are they just crazy people that's what she's there she's got them institutionalized and she's there to convince them that you're just crazy you actually don't have these powers but are because we live in a world where marvel is a thing and it's in every other movie so, so are they actual superheroes or is this real life i'm not gonna tell you it's i'm not of, gonna see it it takes place in the real world but that's kind okay, of okay so they're not superheroes. So, so sam jackson's that's his, his thesis is that comic books are actually based on some reality and that's why it's like there really are people with powers and that's how he found bruce willis in the first movie hmm. this is this is really remember i never got to see the first movie universal unbreakable this DVD was scratched. I oh told you this. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, remember? Okay, well, that's... It's a classic asshole move someone did on purpose. So you don't know that Bruce Willis is unbreakable and that, like, he can get shot and doesn't affect him? What, is this a crackhead or something? Was he dead at the end of that movie also? No, he was yeah. very much he was alive. dead a But whole, that's whole his time. power is he super strong and can't get shot. And he also... I forgot. If he bumps into people, he can see, like, a memory from them. 
So Ooh, he knows it's like a bad. recent memory or just any memory. Just I like think a if random... it's related to them doing bad guy stuff. Ooh, bad, like stuff. bad guy stuff. Yeah. So right, if he walk, bumped into hold on, like walking around slums trying to beat up. People. I was just gonna say if he walked yes. in, if he bumped into Liam Neeson, he'd be like, oh no. So so that's Don't what I really him. enjoyed. The first twenty minutes or so is basically this takes place like pretty soon after the end of Split. So James McAvoy, the Beast, is you know. I wouldn't out there. mind watching Split again because I did see it that one time, but it was when it came out in theaters. And when did this movie come out? Like twenty sixteen. I think Split. it's early 17 or something. Yeah, I think it was 2017, February. Yeah. But I, uh, so yeah, two years ago, I was the last time I saw that movie. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Yeah, so basically. Should the, have a three play. The Watch beast, all of yeah, them. Yeah, the Beast escapes and he's out on the loose. And Bruce Willis is this guy with these superpowers and he's, I don't think he's not really using them, but he decides he he could use his powers here and track down the Beast. And, and then who's the third guy? Outdoing Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson is a really smart genius guy who uh, kind of, found Bruce Willis in Unbreakable, and that's how that works. Yeah, well, I'd need to watch it. So it goes Unbreakable, Split, Glass? Yeah. Glass now in four weeks has done $98.3 million. So Glass has, split, has Glass ever been made before, or was this the first Glass? What do you mean? I don't know. There's Todd Glass. <laughs> this Ign- is the first movie called Glass. The character it. was in Unbreakable. Ignore that question. He was like Bruce Willis' uh, friend. But if I'm not mistaken, you don't realize that Split is kind of tied in with Unbreakable until the end of Split, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah, that's kind of the twist at the end. I don't think it needs end is... to be until... Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's at the coffee to... shop, and then Bruce Willis' guy's there. Yeah, it was on the news about this thing. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, But in this one... I'd have to watch Unbreakable, then watch yeah. Glass. They, they, I mean, they, no, all end up, they all end up in a... Split Glass. In a mental institute. Yeah, yeah, that's when Shaquille O'Neal comes in. Yeah. That was honestly a so, funny clip. So yeah, say it's kind of it's, it's traditional three act thing where I really liked the beginning before they're in the institution, and then mm-hmm. there's the, you know, oh. big action at the end. We have a open house this weekend here, I believe. Well, yeah. we're gonna watch this. how we're gonna get glass. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <Some> theater still. <laughs> well, we could still we'll I can have just write it down. We'll yeah, the memory. Andy, you're gonna act it out yeah. for us. We'll have the memory at least. Uh, so you but liked the, it though? Did you give it a seventy-five? Yeah, I think that's worthy of it. The weird girl is in it again that that he kidnaps. And yeah. Well, she's what makes like, her weird? She was kidnapped, Andy. That's going to do some she's, mental... She was weird, and she was... Remember, she was in The Witch. No. Yeah, that movie was weird. You want to talk about weird. Yeah, that was she a She just likes movie. being weird. Maybe she's just like an indie actor. Yeah. I... Ugh, that Witch movie was weird. I mean, any movie that has like... Shows you them sacrificing like a baby. Anya Taylor-Joy. The Witch is our highest rated movie, which is a 91. Well, that's because it was indie, dude. It was one of those like Sundance films. Yeah. It was very trippy. Um, I'd have to watch that one again, so too. So that's your whole review, Andy? I don't want to cut you off there. Yeah, the review is Completed. you should watch it. Okay. I'm not saying you have to go to the theater. No, I'm a fan of M. Night Shyamalan stuff. But I, I don't understand. I think, I think people, there's still a lot of people in the industry, reviewer types, that really don't like him. Well, I'm, I'm more than ever not giving a shit about critics because critics are just those little douchebags with their fucking bow tie and like a weird vest and they hate everything like that's look. not normal and I don't know. They just all they do is shit on everything and a lot of it I still enjoy. I guarantee you like Let's Be Cops is probably like a twenty one percent. Yeah. What do you think that is? Probably is. I enjoyed it. It was stupid, but it's funny. I enjoy it too. I actually really like uh, Rob Riggle. The nineteen percent. Nineteen. Holy, holy shit! Good for me. I'm finally close. I to really something. enjoy. Uh, fuck. What's his name? What's his real name? The guy that Nick Miller is. In Jake Johnson. Role? Yes, I really enjoy him, and I enjoy. 
Actually, you know, Sean, what another good one is, is what was Tag? Tag, I that think, was higher uh, than you would think. And yeah, the idea that of that was stupid, but I watched that on a plane, and I, I yeah. talked about how I liked it. Yeah, so audience, I saw it in theaters, and I really enjoyed it. Audience and critics have Tag at 56. But even still, like, that was... Okay. But the crazy thing about that, too, is, like, I mean, I, the concept's obviously not very... It's kind of dumb, but it was the fact also that it's based on a true story, and then also the fact that it's, like, how they went about it, like, their rules, and then, like, how the fact they were all older, and then it was... But they did make it really funny. Yeah. Like how, like, I think it starts off right with uh, Jake Johnson's character is like a janitor undercover. Yeah. <laughs> and he well, goes and tags his guys like the CEO of like a big company. Isla Fisher is one of my favorites in that movie. And, and, and just in general, she's a marvelous woman. But she is so funny in that. She's just tiny little firecracker um, and fire crotch. that yeah. uh, wow. just goes berserk and it's hilarious. Um. But uh, let's... So glass. <laughs> I thought we were done with glass, yeah, Andy. Andy. I know. Joking. We can't just keep talking about. God, I'm joking. Your weekend at the movies. God damn it, Andy. All right. Oh, well, some Roger other Ebert. movies we're seeing. Uh, Aquaman's still on there at 3.4 million, and so on and so forth. Uh, let's get into what's coming out. Uh, Alita, Battle Angel. Battle Angel. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Those are words you can all say. Battle and Angel are English words. No, Alita, Andy. <laughs> yeah, that's a name. Dumbass. 59%. This movie does not look like something I want to see. And uh, I'm sure you would. Christoph yeah. Waltz is in it, right? Oh, yeah. I like that. That's very upsetting for me uh, because I want to see every movie he does. But I saw a movie he was in. Called The Green Hornet? Yeah, no. Uh, with John C. Riley, And it was a heaping pile of garbage. Um, I'm trying to look it up because I don't remember what it was called. Uh, he hasn't actually been in a lot of good movies. It's strange. Since like Inglorious Bastards, he did in, the two Django. Tarantino ones are good, and then he was in downsizing. Else. That wasn't that bad. Maybe he's just one of he those guys. He was kind of funny in it too. That works better with a certain director. Yeah, it's like no, you know, certain players the most out do him. better with certain coaches or certain teammates. Maybe that's him. I mean, he can only be as funny yeah. as the creator has him be. That's he's the deep, Julian Tony. Edelman of film. Okay, oh, wow. I think that's okay. enough. Well, anyway, fifty-nine percent for that. Happy Death Day to you. Uh, so no score yet. And by the a, way, yeah, we're going to play the game on this. Okay. But also, we will talk about all three of us. Andy had already seen it. We all watched it last night. And we all watched the trailer for the second one. And I can just quickly say, as people that all said we enjoyed the first one, the second one did not look appealing at all. But that's, we will get more into that when we That's why I want to play the game. Discuss it. I'm kind of happy that there's not a score. Uh, moving on. Isn't it romantic? I no. We're playing the game. What? It's two different things. This is true. Uh, we're going to go back to it because I'm already talking. <laughs> isn't it romantic? Sean's and I, I most anticipated movie of the year is Isn't It Romantic? Uh, I watched the trailer for this. There's no score yet. I'm, I am I can't. I, I, I do not like Rebel Wilson. I watched this trailer. <laughs> do you guys know anything about it? I, ha I knew nothing about it no. until I saw this. She uh, ends up being hot or something right no. because like, there's a guy <laughs> come on yeah. Andy no that's the premise that's she gets, just mean she like wakes up and now she's actually no so she what wakes is she up. uh what's her face no she's not like another uh, body but like this is it the guy likes her oh now. let me guess she is it the opposite up... of shallow hell yes. no I mean it no, is shallow hell so it's not really anything like you're describing Andy oh, she w according to this trailer at least that I watched she wakes up in a rom-com world yeah where everything is you know smooth and clean and Dumb, funny things happen to her. That so she's out of L.A. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in New York for this. Uh, out of New York. But it's got uh, the little guy that's in everything now from Adam Devine. 
Saw him at the improv, like before he was a uh, big. I saw him at a Clipper game when like, he was big. But this was he like he was just I don't even know if he was headlining that night. He I think he was, but he was had only been on Workaholics was only like a season deep. Mm. Um, he also stars Liam Hemsworth, Priyanka Chopra, love her, uh, and some other people. <laughs> it looks so bad. Oh, gosh. Obviously, it's not for me. It comes out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, they the always day, put one of those comedies out on Valentine's Day. Um, Happy Death Day to You is also the day prior, so that comes out yeah, Wednesday. The reason for that, I saw this. Go is, on. Uh, the big high school shooting was on Valentine's Day, and they actually asked them, we don't want a violent movie coming out on that anniversary day. What uh, high school shooting was on Valentine's yeah, Day? the one in Florida last year. I don't even remember that one. Oh, I didn't know that was on Valentine's Day. Um, okay. So it's kind of sad. Moment of silence. And we're back. Um, this just looks god awful. Uh, I don't like this chick. I get it. She's British and she's chubby, but she will try to be the hot girl. And that's cool for some people, I guess, but it just looks awful to me. And I think it'll, I think it's going to come in at a 33. Are you guessing on this one too? Well, you can, if you want. I, that's just what I'm saying. We're going to play the game now on Happy Death Day to you. All right, so if this one doesn't matter, I'm going 94%. Oh, Andy, I'm writing that This down. is rewriting the rules on what? romantic comedies. This is Annie oh. Hall of a new generation right here. I'll, uh, are, we, are we playing the game on both? Yeah, sure. What Did I, did I say 33? Yeah. I'm going to go with this because this number is just shouting at me. I don't know why. I feel like this will get way more than it deserves because of the people in it, because oh, oh, don't it's block a comedy. Me here. Yeah, dude, 95. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure – I'm not going to make sure. I'm going to say 71%. I hate Damn. that I'm saying that. I really am. You guys have a lot of faith in this But movie. I feel like it will end up somewhere around 65, 67. And Andy's way too high. Andy yeah. thinks it's the Titanic. Well, Andy has a pretty big crush on uh, Rebel Wilson. Um, <laughs> she's probably talented. I'm sure she's very funny to some she people. She might be a good writer. Uh, did she write this? Uh, I don't know. I no, I don't think so. Hold on, let me scroll up. When it, I find out, like the best writer ever wrote this. It is uh, Todd Strauss Schulson. Excellent, Todd yeah. Strauss Schulson. That's directed by and uh, written by Dana Fox, Aaron Cordillo, Cordillo, and uh, Katie Silberman because they needed three people to write it. Hmm. I don't know. I think I know those names, but I don't know. I'm guessing sure. a lot of like Fox TV shows that Could don't be. last. Uh, her highest rated movie. Our show is uh, How to Be Single to, for Dana Fox, and that is a 47. Isn't that, Her lowest is a 7. Isn't that Rebel Wilson's show? She was in a show, I think, called that. Is it? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, she that certainly looks like her know. on she the cover. She's in some show. Like, wildly recognizable. On ABC like three years ago. Oh, what happens in Vegas is a 26%. Not ashamed of that. Okay, but anyway, so okay, I'm excited because we have the Isn't It Romantic. Now we're going to double back to Happy Death Day to you. So... Yeah, and we'll get into the original uh, at the end. We enjoyed it. It's a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. The trailer for Happy Death Day to You, it starts out okay. And then it's just like they got drunk while they were writing it or ran out of ideas and they just kept going. Like It, does, it tries to do too much, I feel like. And yeah, I, think I also don't like how it's trying to explain... But I also just don't like how immediately it's like the person who it keeps happening to is that Asian guy who he had no idea who he even was. Yeah. Other than just the guy's friend that runs in and has the same line. And he really had to sleep in his car. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't go to another dorm. So, I mean, it's just the fact that it randomly happens to him and then it's all this stuff. And then the fact that it's someone new and 
Then I it just, goes back to her, it seems like. And Yeah, that that part is when I got really lost. I was like, yeah, you got to be fucking I, kidding that's me. That's where I was over it, and for that, I gave it a 29%. Yeah, I was straight up off the thing. My uh, guess or my uh, number that I have in my head was 38%. I'll give it a little higher because the first one was 71. I don't think it'll be – I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the 20s or below, but I just feel like it will probably end up low 40s. Anywhere between high 30s to high 40s, I think it will end up ranging. Andy, what say you? So my number I'm going with is 46. Wow. But I could see this getting into the 80s if they do this right. Because they're not not doing the same thing. They're trying to get into the kind of like sci-fi aspect of like why, how is this time loop thing happening? And if they don't take that too seriously, it could be pretty funny, I think. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I like the people from the from the first. Well, one. if that is the case, if it does get in the '80s, then that would maybe convince go me it. to go see it because I did enjoy the first one. Oh yeah, we watched it last night. I enjoyed it a lot. I'll tell you what though, when is a sequel of this uh, genre ever better than the original? That's why they have to do this new thing where it's going to be based on time travel and shit, rather than just doing the same. Oh, it's scary. There's going to be a killer. They have to do something. I would say the last off base. the last horror movies that had sequels just as good was the paranormal activities yeah. well i think the first four of I think those the screams, i thought were scream all two and scream scary. four i think are really good yes i would agree with scream four you like mm-hmm. scream four is on netflix maybe yeah, i'll watch scream that four is very good I've, right, well, i think i've seen them all because those are not serious straight horror movies they're comedic yes well, but that's how honestly though that's how all those high school uh college horror movies are though most of them, at least. Let's well, because Scream was the prototype. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can spot one of those like from a mile away, yeah. where it's like the horror of like, oh, this is going. It just happens. You know, you just get your little humor. But then it's like when you get those indie ones that are like in a part of Texas you've never even heard of. You're like, oh shit, this is gonna be graphic. Anytime there's a gas station, yeah. forget about it. There's usually gas stations. Anytime <laughs> there's a gas station, Andy. Forget about, Forget about it. it. Anytime yeah. there's Even a gas in the station. most recent Halloween, what oh, happened? Oh, don't spoil it. Gas station. It's in the trailer. I think I saw it. When he gets his mask back. You've never seen it, Andy? I did. I just watched it. I was going to talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it with you, didn't I, Tony? Yeah, we went and saw yeah. the, uh, the like theaters. Yeah, Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa. Okay, well, uh, I look forward to uh, seeing what both of those scores come back with. Uh, did you say something? I said 29. Oh, yeah. very low. And then I said 38, I believe. Yeah, and you were 46. So oh, so we're, we're all... Andy's actually. I, looking, I got a lot of room to work but with. But then you oh, yeah, also I'm, went into the '80s, so you. No, no, I said I wouldn't you be stretched surprised. Stretched your arms out. I, I'm no, the one my, my official vote of record. I'm the one that's you. the most okay. fucked here. I have to get in within like a couple yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, Tony, you got a rep to protect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in trouble there. All right, there is another couple of movies that come out. One, of course, is a parentheses with Spanish, so uh, Birds of Passage. I don't know. Ninety-two percent though, and then uh, Fighting with My Family. Yes. Eighty-eight. Percent. Now, uh, this is that movie they keep. I, I usually don't know any of these movies coming out, but I've seen this trailer at least nine times, and it looks like. Um, what's the movie that it looks like again? Is it Glow? What? It looks What's like wrestling? another movie that's already happened. I don't know. But this is uh, Dwayne Johnson himself, uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Stephen Merchant, Vince Vaughn, and Nick Frost among others. Jack Loden. Yeah, I really Lawrence like like the Poo. cast here. I don't know. Pew. Steven Merchant's hilarious. He's the uh, skinny guy that's Ricky Draves' friend. He's from Hello Ladies. Yeah. He's great. 
Um, He's yeah, Nick Dick Frost from you know Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. And this is a, based on a true story about you know a, someone a, a woman wrestler. The Rock is playing himself. That's great. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah it says himself. Holy shit. So are they going to do any like computer generation stuff, make him look younger? I Remove think it's the not tribal that, tattoo even. It's I don't not know taking place it. in the '90s. He's not, you know, fighting the Undertaker or anything. Oh, he's just. Wait, training. is this nowadays? Though? I think it's supposed to be about someone from not that long ago. Yeah. So he's like on the set of Ballers. Yeah, it might be 2009 or something. Oh. Might be. So seven. he's on the set of Be yeah. Cool. They're like, what do you think? How do you think Obama's doing in his first two few months? And they're like, oh, that's how we know what year. Well, it is. you know what? You can carbon date it by how many times he does his unit or his brow furrow. Yeah. Because that was his only move back then. Remember? Yeah, that was it. Was a good move though. He you doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, think I about it. Not, when was the last time you saw him do the brow? I mean, it's hard to do that when you're driving a car at 100 miles an hour. Right? Oh no, it's not. Because you're bulletproof. <laughs> he could he could have some tea if he wanted to. He'd be fine. I'd like to know. I will. I'm, I'm Andy. If, if there's a way for you to audit the movies and just see, you know, scene can, 27 uh, of movie from 2007, brow furrow, last one ever seen. Are you gonna see this movie, Andy? Um. Yeah, I'll probably see it eventually. I'm not going out to see it. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, it looks, uh, I guess, good enough. The cast is good, so it should be funny. Yeah. I, I watched 13. wrestling once upon a time, like in 1998. I never got so. into it. I never did either. To it. I don't know. You'd see like a minute of it flipping channels because you didn't have a TV guide or like a real guide back then, and uh, it was always just like. A bunch of guys in diapers throwing chairs at each other is oh, all yeah. I saw. <laughs> I like, I well, most of it was actually just them yelling at the camera. Yeah, and they're all covered in anticipation in, like, of the match. Patchouli oil. <laughs> what is going on? Um, eh, those are the movies this week. Nothing. Uh, I, don't, I guess nothing. Well, to... you just skipped over Alita. That's the big one. It's a 59. It's all right, but it's incredible special effects. It's James Cameron reinventing special effects again. This is James Cameron's movie? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Shouldn't he be working on... You know, Avengers. It's James Cameron and Robert Avatar Rodriguez, 18. two very important people in the industry. And you're just passing uh, it by. You're just like, well, it has Christoph Waltz. That's all it's good for. Well, it's well. got uh, Jackie Earl Haley, who always looks horrifying. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. He is so scary looking. Like, he just looks like. He, he played Freddy Krueger, so. In the Tony, this guy. Yeah, I see him. Wow. Wow. What did he play? What did he play Freddy Krueger in? That Racist one, people. That Nightmare on Elm Street that came out like seven years ago that wasn't that good like a remake of the original oh i think i know which one you're talking about yeah. does it open up where he's like down in the area where he like fell Burns? i don't know i, I think it kind of does i think he's like yeah. putting his uh swords or whatever you call them knives <laughs> against the like the, here's my um, collection of swords the <laughs> uh, i don't think you should have that you're a janitor here <laughs> uh it also has uh mahersala ali yeah Ooh, he's somebody right black yeah. panther no he's from green book and from moonlight and from true detective the new season. Yes. All things I haven't seen. Uh, Should get into his, his movies. They're good stuff. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. He was in uh, Luke Cage season one. Okay. So I did not know this was directed by James Cameron, or written by James Cameron, directed by Robert Rod- Rodriguez. Honestly, I'm not a big, big, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Robert Rodriguez. He did Spy Kids as his highest rated movie. That tells you something. I don't even know you who ever, he is. You ever seen that movie? He did uh I actually did see Spy Kids, but that was I in did the theaters. Too. Yeah, and it, it's... When I, I was a kid, when I was a kid, machete. I was a spy kid myself. What did machete? 
A machete? Machete and Spy Kids are in the same universe. They were actually like kind of similar movies. The sure. Machete is in Spy Kids. He's their uncle. Oh, so, so it's a spinoff. Yep. Danny is it really? Is in Spy Kids? Machete is a spinoff of Spy Kids? Yes. I don't think that's true. It's true. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. No. He's their uncle. I get he's their uncle, but he's also he's been in the character is of... their uncle. Like the same name and everything. Yes. Andy, can you Google this? It's 100% true. Okay, is it also in Death Proof? The same thing yes, as that? Yes, it's in Death Proof. No, was... no, no, no. I mean, what? is that the same universe? Uh, didn't yes because that oh, movie... fuck you Andy. yes because there's a scene in death in death proof where there's a characters from they have characters are the same right I don't I don't know I oh no, don't think no I never, never mind I was proof. talking about the the once upon a time the Mexico? other the other one that was with death proof oh man Danny Trujillo's name in Spy Kids is Machete what yeah what whose idea Spy was Kids that is like PG. So yeah, the Spy Kids came out first. It came out oh, yeah, in 2001. So then it's like, oh, I'll do a, a backstory movie about this character. I can't believe Spy Kids is a 93. Machete came out in 2010. Yeah. 72% on Rotten Tomatoes that was, also. That one's good. The second one was bad. But the first one was Spy good. Kids has a 93 for the t- uh, critics and a 46 with the audience. Wait, That's Spy Kids true. was a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, what the hell is that? Spy Kids is creepy with those thumb people. Yeah, but I think that was a while ago. Horrifying. I think I don't like, remember that. a lot of the critics Horrifying. in 2001 aren't alive anymore. I do <laughs> I do remember they had the coolest microwave ever where they take this like little coaster-looking thing and then they put it oh, in there I, and it zaps into a full-blown pizza. I actually just... That was in so, Back to the Future, too. So that was like actually oh, a, yeah, yeah. a GIF came... Uh, there was like a little uh, meme about that the other day. GIF or whatever you want to call it, and it showed that, like, oh, man, Spy Kids was in the future because it talked about how, like, it showed that where she threw something in the microwave and it zapped and turned into a cheeseburger. Yeah, they just had that kind of technology back then. Yes. Mm. Uh, but anyways, Robert Rodriguez, you know, Desperado series, that's well, great. Well, Andy, you know, you learn something new every yeah, day. I would really have never do. guessed that, Spy Spy, that Machete was a spinoff of Andy, Spy Kids. Andy, say Machete. Machete. <laughs> machete. It's like Joe's in here. <laughs> Uh, I, I never would have guessed that in a million years. Hmm. You, yeah, you really do learn something. Uh, so obviously, Andy, you're already in. We're, we're having this pod. You're on the phone with us because you're in line for this movie. Yeah. No, I I would see this in theaters just because it's James Cameron doing new special effects and stuff. Get involved. It with does it. look very weird. So is this girl even a person? Because no, her the eyes gr- are gigantic. The girl is like a, is a android or something I but i mean know. is it a person playing so there's robot? an actress and the face is similar to the actress's face but clearly that's animated yeah her eyes are gigantic um, but it's her, that's, there's so much work into into that face it's like it's the most advanced animation there's ever been so i mean james cameron had to go to the bottom of the fucking ocean to find technology to do this dude he's impressive. pretty damn smart he figures what he wants to do and then he finds a way to have someone else pay for it yeah well, he's already filmed Avatar 6, I think. Are you serious? They're already done with all of them? I don't know. They're, I think they started filming, but... Those are like 2028, 20, right? We're supposed no, to be driving I think, I think it's a, pretty soon. autonomous vehicles by the time the last one comes out. We'll just have it all downloaded into our brain phones. And we can watch it. Is that instantly. what uh, Samsung's going to uh, unveil soon? I think it's Amazon. So, Avatar 2 is next year. Yeah, allegedly. December 18th. Allegedly. Andy has no faith. Uh... I'm going to look this up because I'm pretty sure it goes into like 2028 for the last one. Uh, he is tied up. And uh, Avatar 5 is uh, 2025. So <sighs> Avatar 5. Yeah. Nobody's going to give a shit. 
How Nobody's can you, gonna give a shit. That's insane that you can sell off of one movie four other ones. Well, make four billion dollars. Yeah, that's true. Is that really how much is that thing? I made? think it made almost four billion or something. Let's it's see. Avatar insane. came out in two thousand and nine. It's insane how much money it made. I'm gonna look this up. Two hours and forty two minutes. That's why I never finished it. I I, wa- I tried watching it like three separate times. So, uh, oh my god! So the budget on this was two hundred thirty-seven million dollars estimated. Yeah. The uh, let's do gross USA was uh seven hundred sixty million. Yeah. Cumulative US. worldwide gross two point seven eight seven trillion dollars trillion right a whole gdp of the whole world yep <laughs> billion but nevertheless my god wow people like their avatar and that was as of 2015 how many dvds does this shit sell because everyone got heavy duty blu-rays yeah and they got their 3d tvs shit. people are dumb yeah, got so 3D this is ones, the first like, movie yeah. they go to for it my god um that being said I'll, yeah if this is on hbo next year i'll watch it that's about as much as you're going to get from me. Is this rated R or PG-13? It's got to be 13. PG-13. Yeah. Nothing's R anymore. God damn it. They banned it. Why? Because uh, Disney said so. Mm. Rated R. Okay. Well, uh, let's move off of movies opening this week and move into movies opening this year. And, Andy, I'm going to – you have two, one of which is a show. I'm going to do – you're going to do one. I'm going to do one, and then you're going to do another. Whoa. So take your choice there, Gamby. Um, Do the show. Are we talking about... Oh, the show is based on a movie. Yes. Wow. So there's a new show coming out next month, I believe, on FX. Ooh. Called What We Do in the Shadows. (laughs) Which is one of our... Movie. I think collectively one of our favorite movies. Oh, together. absolutely! <laughs> yeah, just just so many just so many jokes. What was uh, why am I blanking? What was the what, the guy's name that was the human that they liked? Uh, Stu. 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 Yeah. Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, who was actually just a computer guy that was helping on the movie, yeah. and they put him in the movie. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so the the TV show comes out March twenty seventh. It is not the same people, which I was under the impression it was. Uh, I mean, what uh, is busy. what is that guy doing from that TV show? That well, he he appears in things all the time. Like a barbarian, isn't what's the name? Uh, one of them is more, like pretty more more popular than the other, right? The, or are they both equally as popular? The big one, the what? big head that's in the guy that guy got the long hair, right? In the yeah, what we do in the shadows. He's more popular than the other guy, pretty much. right? Yeah, he's in Flight of the Concords. Flight, yeah, Flight of the Concords. That's, that's the show. He, he's been for. in. A ton of movies. Well, they were both he in Flight of the Concords. Uh, is it? Well, you, the other guy wasn't the main Flight of the Concords guy. Wait, what? Is it Dinner for Schmucks? Yes, he was in there. Yeah. He is so. He's that yeah. artist. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah, name is like Kieran, and he uh, he's <laughs> what is that thing called, where he's half horse, half person? A minotaur. Minotaur. <laughs> it was so fucking funny in that. <laughs> oh gosh, I liked that movie. Uh, at least those parts. Some of it was kind of stupid. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I'm 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 not th- as enthused about it now though. Seeing the trailer and seeing that it's not the original cast. Yeah. At least one or well, two people. Well, I mean, the, the director is directing big movies now, so he's not going to be. You know what, back. Andy? You ever hear of what he's they also, call a passion project? I don't think he wants to act. He's so. 
He just wants to direct. Well, I don't even know these people other than uh, Mark Proksh, who was uh, in... The guy in Better Call Saul. He, was he that? He was the, like, pharmacist guy. Uh, well, I was he thinking was of him for... I think he was in a, a couple of episodes of The Office. Yes. Yes, he was. He guy. played Nate. And, yeah, he's Daniel Price Wormald. <laughs> he's also in Drunk History. That's where I knew him from, yeah. the narrator. But you got to give new people a chance. Nope. Don't know. Less than ever. How good they are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that all for you for this one? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I've i been talking about this movie for a while, The Irishman. Now, uh, I recently saw, I believe last week, that they have, not officially, but they have set a date. Now, I know how your your feelings are on this. They do it all the Did time. Did you get a little postcard from them? Yeah, they, they mailed it to me. Yeah. Uh, October of this year. Ooh, I'm excited because I already love October. Yeah, and uh, the first half of it, they say, majority of the actors have, like, that, like an Ant-Man where they make Michael Douglas look, you know, 30 years younger. That's uh, the first half of the movie. Yeah. So I, I'm into it. I'm excited. Ray Romano's in it. Like, everybody's in this movie. Is uh, Joe Pesci in this? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. That's what I'm looking he's, uh, forward he's to. He's back and better than ever. Anna Packin, Paquin. De Niro, Pacino, wow. Jesse Plemons, uh, Bobby Canvale, uh, you name it. Harvey Keitel. There's so wow, many Harvey Keitel. Movies. He's yeah. old too. I uh, I'm a, I'm very excited for this movie, and uh, I'm gonna be pissed if they bash it. I'm gonna be pissed. I don't think they will. I think it's honestly good that it's going straight. It's going straight to Netflix, right? It's just Netflix. Are they gonna do that? Yeah. It'll be in theaters yeah, for one week. Yeah, they're gonna do that move though, right? Yeah. And then, but it'll be on Netflix immediately, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's smart because I think that's what these days makes you be able to have a great rating of R and unrated. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, but, yeah, I saw that last week, and it's about time. This thing has been delayed for a hundred well, times. Well, two decades, yeah. Yeah. They've been talking about this movie. I think I saw it, it since, uh, like, 2009, 2010, yeah. something like that. So it's finally a thing. Take it away, Andy, with the uh, last movie you wanted to talk about no there's an, an upcoming film up on the way uh coming on the way uh, from uh, one of the most talented uh directors oh, in the industry yeah tommy was so was so i'm no one really knows we sue he yeah, doesn't no even know knows. it's a made-up name yeah because he's not from this country but uh he's the uh, creator of the room which uh, they made the movie the disaster artist with uh, james franco that was about the making of his movie the room basically just some weird guy who somehow has money, no one knows why, decided to make his make a movie, and he really doesn't uh, know how to do it. He can't speak. But, you know, it's been almost 20 years, so he's ready to make another one. It looks like a big-budget uh, action horror yeah. called The Big Shark. So we've never seen a movie like this, where, like, there's a big shark on the loose and you got to run <laughs> for it. Yeah. Totally original idea. Yeah, there we go. It's, uh... <laughs> so it's three firefighters must save New Orleans from a shark attack. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those three firefighters, I guarantee, are not referees on Sunday because <laughs> yeah. they did not save New Orleans. I'd oh, love wow. to see a Drew Brees cameo in this. I just don't <laughs> see it happening. I don't think I don't, anymore. I don't think there'll be an Anthony <laughs> Davis one either. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he could be a big shark. <laughs> uh, there is a trailer out for this. It is as awful as you <laughs> could imagine. Predict, yeah. um, well, even like the actors that he's directing sound like him now. Like they, none of them are in complete sentences. It it seems also like they filmed this on like an RCA like VHS camera. Yeah. Oh yeah. With it's, no microphones. Your iPhone would would look better than 
than what it's the like. So <laughs> did they do that on purpose using old shit? Is this all the original like camera gear he bought? It, it might be. You know, twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> worry that he now is in on the joke himself. And if I don't know if it matters, I don't even. I think I don't know if that's the case. Like it's gonna be. It's obvi- obviously it's gonna be terrible, but room. He wasn't in on the joke. No Whether really he knows. tells you or not, no he was really not knows. in on the joke. I think it's a mystery. So. I don't know. I also feel like he doesn't really even know what the joke is, and they're just like, today, just do another movie and see see how it goes." Yeah, it's like uh, what is that guy from that went on uh, American Idol? She bang. Oh yeah. Little. Uh, and then Asian let him guy. like make a whole album. Yeah. It's like that. It's like, ah, yeah, this is funny. He'll do it. But if you look at the poster, even the poster says... They don't even have the poster on IMDb. The poster said, from director of the room... Of, of, yeah, from director of the room, where it's just not even a full sentence, a complete English sentence or something. I've got to see this now. How do they not have that on IMDb? What do you mean? The poster? They don't have anything. I, don't, I, I saw uh, the poster. From creator of... The room. Can New it's Orleans even, survive? It's it's like he he has to he's writing all of this part. See, even the poster's not in a complete English sentence. Also, how is he a firefighter? He's, uh, yeah, he's I mean, sixty no, years old. <laughs> also, like, who's this third guy? Where did he ever come from? Yeah, I don't, the other guy. Like, like, did he just my cousin be in it? Yeah. <laughs> Did he just audition, or did they know him from way back in the day? Yeah, I I don't know. You know what's funny is Tommy Wiseau kind of looks like uh, Bean from Kevin and Bean. Yeah, I don't know. At least in this photo. But, uh, yeah, it's back. It's going to be bad. Um, Yeah, well, I guess we'll stay tuned on that. Um, Any other final notes on it, either of you? No, I think think the last uh, thing we want to talk about before – we talk about this uh, last week of what we've watched. Is a uh, Tony wants to talk about that Aladdin trailer. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, big, I, uh, big deal for him. I uh, saw the Aladdin trailer. It was just it was it wasn't even really even a big. I mean, you have your teaser trailers tra- uh, trailers where I where it's like very yeah. very brief, like twenty seconds, and then you'll have like that trailer that TV comes spot. out. Yeah, that is about. Yeah, exactly. Like I said TV spot about 35, 40 seconds, and then. Eventually, you'll get that nice long, yeah, two and a half minute trailer where you have to go into the movie theater to go see that. Yeah, and then it'll eventually go to YouTube and you get yeah. yourself a nice two and a half minute trailer. But I think we all agree, and I think I've already seen some jokes about it, and then we all saw it for ourselves. Will Smith is the genius horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely horrifying that Will Smith is the genie. I think they probably should have not made him blue. But I think you had to, because that was like the I biggest just, thing about the genie was I, how he was I so know, bright but blue. Now it's a just a movie, and just be like, all right, no. he's not blue. I think the blue part is the best part about it, honestly, because like that was the one thing with the genies. He's the character that stood out the most in that movie, and he is just big time blue. So you had to yeah. make him blue. But you know, it's just gonna be crazy because I think, especially us that you know grew up with that Aladdin movie when we were kids, Robin Williams did a great job at it. His oh, voice yeah. and everything. So it's just like. Will Smith has a lot of shoes to fill, and maybe he will be really good with it. I mean, we grew up with Will Smith, so I think that's almost kind of why they made it. Maybe one of the reasons why they made it 
be an actor from that time ago because it's like a lot of us, we know who Will Smith is. We grew up watching Will Smith movies, Fresh Prince maybe, and stuff like that. I mean, it couldn't have been. If it was someone like really random that's only been an actor for a few years, you'd kind of be like, what the fuck is this? But it's just horrifying. I mean, because... <laughs> but I mean... Because it's not a cartoon anymore. And exactly. Real, real and I've always said... I, I've honestly loved that all these Disney movies are making live action movies. The one I'm still waiting for Little Mermaid, because I want to see how horrifying they'll make Ursula look. Yeah. <laughs> and the that, fact that it would be underwater, scary. all that theatrics. And I said this to you guys. I know it's not part of their Disney thing, but that, um, what's it, uh, Guillermo del Toro oh, is yeah. making a dark Pinocchio that's supposed to come out in, like, 2021. Yeah. That would be exciting, because if I'm not mistaken, like, Pinocchio, the story actually is kind of like, there is a story about Pinocchio that is, like, pretty dark, isn't there? I think he ends up getting, like, chopped up into pieces, and that's how it ends, or some shit like that. Yeah, like, he's not... those old, like, fairy tales, oh, the Germans yeah. were fucked up. And, and I know I know Peter Pan's one of them, too, that supposedly he came to take the souls of, like, children that died yeah. or something. So, I mean, all those Disney ones were, like, the original books on some of those stuff were very dark. I think dark, how and in then, Pinocchio, where it's like, they got turned into donkeys or something... Like, in the book, like, they would get, like, eaten or something. Yeah, and I know a lot of those fairy tales and whatnot are pretty bad. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, ultimately, though, I'm excited for Aladdin. I mean, I'm definitely going to see it, and I will be on the record right now to say that uh, from the trailer, Jafar, we'll see. (laughs) I'll just, I'll leave it at that. You make your own assumption. Oh, wow. (laughs) But I agree with what Andy said. Originally, Jafar is, like, what? How old is he? Like forty something, fifty something. He's older. He's definitely not. Probably in his forties. Or he's not Aladdin and Jasmine's age. Yeah, Aladdin and Jasmine, I think, are teenagers. Yeah, maybe. And Jafar, 20s. we'll just say, is in his late thirties, early forties. This Jafar kind of looks like he's maybe late twenties, early thirties, and uh, very, I think, unsure what he likes. Well, he's always liked power. Well, power. Men, women. Wow. <laughs> you be the judge when you watch the trailer. He has one line. You tell me. You can tweet us. <laughs> because I know Disney, and I'm all about it. I'm cool with it. They like, you know, they with the Beauty and the Beast. Push the envelope. They, right? Didn't they make Gaston's little sidekick? Yeah. Like, basically, like, Smithers with Mr. Burns? <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's going to be in all these ones. I'm around you a lot. I think Jafar, we'll see. Well, <laughs> I mean... Um, Lion King, the the actor's gay. So, uh, who play, what the lion's wow. gay? <laughs> uh, Timon. Okay, did they, the actor that actually plays him. Timon or, or not Timon? Oh boy, that is. I mean, point. Timon's the skinny one, right? Yeah. Pumbaa's the big. I mean, one. it was originally Nathan Lane who's gay, but also the new actor is also gay. So, was that like a requirement? Might be. Mm. Could be. You don't know. But I don't know if the character is. He does live with Well, those are also things that, like, life. go way over your head when you're a kid and you're yeah. watching it. If, like, oh, that, uh, what even is Timon? What do you call that? Like a fucking a meerkat. ferret or something? It's a meerkat. Okay, so, you know, I you never know if that queer, I mean, meerkat, <laughs> if that meerkat, you know, has a little, which is fine. Like I said, I'm, I support it. As far as I know, he only, uh, hung out with just that pig, so. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Uh, Will Smith has so Bad Boys for Life is filming. Yeah, I saw a picture. Bad Boys Four is announced. I think you have to do that. To Bright Two deal. is also announced, and the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, is announced. I never saw the. Also, Concussion Two. I never saw what? Suicide Squad. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? They're just, just not all getting sequels. it. 
<laughs> I had to point that out. I, I, I'm excited for that. I don't know. Will Smith's had kind of a, a rough stretch, I'd say. Nothing's been. All I'm not excited for Bright Two. I'm also, never watch Bright One. I didn't either. I heard it was. The awful. problem with Will Smith is like I get it. He's he's a great actor, phenomenal actor, but he too many of his movies started being like too like sad. Yeah. Like Bright, yeah. I believe was right. I don't know. I'm not trying to rhyme here. I never here, watched but, it. And then Pursuit of Happiness is a sad one. That's supposed to be inspiring. But it's sad. Every good inspiration. The has beginning a bit of is sad, but I think he makes it makes it all happen. And then that one movie where it's like the end of the world and he's on his own. With the dog. I am Legend? Yeah, yeah the dog. That's all supposed to be inspiring. I've never seen that He sacrifices movie, himself. But well, I know a dog dies in it. But I know it's sad. I know a dog dies. I know it's very sci-fi. I'm not a big sci-fi guy. Unless maybe like some walking scarecrows happen or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, very sci-fi. Right there. That can make me. All right. Let's get into what we're yeah. watching. Uh, I'll start since I'm already talking. <laughs> I uh, I mean, we all watched it together, so we might as well all talk about. Happy it. I think it's all I've death watched. Day. I don't think I've watched anything else out of the ordinary. So yeah, Happy Death Day. I enjoyed it. I actually very much enjoyed it. I was surprised when I found out it had like a seventy percent uh, rating because for a horror movie that's good, and uh, I actually really enjoyed it. It was a good movie. You know, obviously not scary by any means to any of us, but. You know, it was just, it's more like when you're watching those, it's like you said, it's like Scream. Like, you know when, like, there's maybe a couple of those scenes where it's like, okay, you know he's going to come out of the round the corner. And those were all decent scenes, you know, nothing crazy. But it's just, it was actually a good movie. And, like, the, you know, she, the scene, you know, she had with her dad almost got a little emotional. Yeah. You know, it was a good, it was a good, uh, all-around good movie. And like you said, we're... It's a good message. And you, you picked up on it right away. And you're like... She's kind of a bitch. Maybe she just needs to be a nicer person. Yeah, and uh, he I, didn't know everything that was going on in her life. You prejudged her. Well, I, and a lot of people like that that are upset and are mean. It's because they do have bigger problems going on, and yeah. those are people that are just mad in general. People that are, have good things going on are typically more in good moods than people that don't. Typically, bad moods and mean to people, and it all comes from a background. And some people keep that bottled up, and that's why there's people out there that have a job. Yeah. They're called therapists. Yeah. And they help you release those emotions and get it out. It's like breathing in smoke, but you hold in the smoke. Sometimes you just want to let out the smoke. Yeah. And you try to do Exhale. it in a positive way as opposed to a negative way where you're rude to others, you're rude to strangers, you're rude to loved ones. <laughs> Tony Cass. <laughs> Which I think is the, the people. You, you take it out on the people you love, and you don't even realize it. And if but you, you think do. he's talking directly to you, then he is. You must have a problem. Yes. No. If this, any of this Are you talking to Andy? No, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm just saying in well, general. I'm saying. Anyone and listening out there who's taking oh, this personally yeah. or taking this like, wait, okay, maybe yeah, I maybe. change. Well, there was already studies that say your meanest friend is the one that cares about you the most. But that's completely different. But, no, I'm serious. You do take it out on the loved ones. I've come across people that I've, had, that I've been nice to that I know have had rough backgrounds. And they, I've had them take their anger out on me, not in any like crazy physical way, but more like verbally, more just I'm angry. But anyway, that movie did have a good message. That movie was good. I enjoyed it. The second one, will I end up seeing it? Probably. Will I pay to see it? Probably not. A dollar. Yeah, last night we got it for ninety nine cents. Yeah, you could probably get it right right. Which was actually ten dollars off. So if you're wanting to see this, no, that was to buy. Like so I said, rentals like are like three bucks. 
No, when they're old like that, it's like three bucks. Okay, so still, we saved like 30%. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. iTunes or wherever. I think everywhere right now, it's a dollar. Uh, I don't know how long that lasts, though. I also really enjoyed the, I don't know, the fantasy aspect or maybe the inspirational message of, you know, the nerdy guy. If he's just nice, eventually the girl will figure it out, even if it takes her 11 days in a row, you know? Yeah. But he also wasn't even, like, that nerdy as much as he was just kind of, like, I don't think you guys know him all that much, but, yeah. No, you're right. He did actually, he did have that Asian friend role in that looked a little nerdy. Yeah, he looked like a good student, good person. But I think yeah. the whole thing about that, too, is opposites attract. But the funny thing about that movie was there wasn't really any douchebag guys, though, in it. Right? There wasn't that many guys was, in it. There was the guy, was gay in the, one, the one in the, the party scene. Yeah. Where he kind of gets, like, well, killed. Who, who he kind of, and he doesn't killed. But <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy was douchey. He seemed, but he was only in that one scene. But the thing about that, that guy, that though, room. is when you get introduced Dick to him, though, room. he's getting punched in the face at first. Because she thinks it's the person, so you almost kind of are like, oh, shit, like, that sucks, he got hit. Then there's the guy who opens the door and thinks... Oh, yeah, but those are just drunk guys. Those, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't have a real scene. <laughs> but anyway, I enjoyed it. So yeah, that, it was, that's pretty it was much definitely all worth I, watching. Can't think of, I don't think I watched anything else. I tried watching... This is going to sound bad. So I like those mystery films, especially, like, the stuff from the 70s where it's like, oh, man, this person was abducted or this and that. So there's a new one that came out to Netflix called like Disappeared in Plain Sight or Taken in Plain Sight or something about in the 70s, this family moved next door to this other family and they were family, father, son, like four kids, five kids, good family. And the dad was completely normal and he'd come over all the time and actually the, the family had three daughters, grew a liking to the daughters and would like say like, oh, I want to take them horseback riding, blah, blah, blah. So he, one time he asked the mom, hey, can I take them horseback riding? Or the one daughter horseback riding. And he went and did it. And she's alive still today. Like, nothing happened. But he had abducted her for a few days. And so I was watching it thinking like, oh, she was abducted, murdered. Why did he do it? The moment I found out that she wasn't murdered, I was like, I'm not interested in this anymore. Because, okay, she was just abducted. Everybody's still alive today. Everybody's still fine. Why did he do it? I don't know. But I wanted more like, not that I wanted her to die, but it makes it more interesting. Like, oh my God, he kidnapped her and then he killed her. But when it's just he kidnapped her and then brought her back, it's like, eh. <laughs> so were you a fan of like Fox in the 90s? How they like they didn't have very many shows and they would just always have like, it was like FBI's most wanted <laughs> stuff like that. There's all their shows. Were, I actually never watched any of those FBI shows. And, like, my uncle. So the funny thing is it definitely runs in the family. Cause my uncle loves the unsolved mysteries. Yeah, the, Both of them do actually. All they had on like for three nights out of the week, they had X files, the Simpsons, and then just that shit. Yeah. But anyway, X files is just a fictionalized version of X-Files, those shows. Yes. I like that. They've put the X files in the Simpsons before too. Yeah. But anyway, Andy, uh, yeah, I w- watched a few things. I watched a horror movie that we uh, already talked about today. Um, Halloween, the new Halloween. Ooh, yes. The uh, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride version, which uh, we were excited about that Danny McBride. But it was n- it's not a comedy. It is it is a very uh, faithful sequel. It's very much the same tone, which I like because Hall the original Halloween maybe is my favorite horror movie. Just, so great just so yeah and the thing about this though is they had all the a lot, the majority of the original people yeah well 
Yeah, there's only a couple people left, but. Well, the the main people though yeah. was the original Michael Majority Myers. Majority of the people alive, Andy. Yeah. It was uh, the Jamie original. If I'm not mistaken, the original cop too. No, he was not. He was supposed. They said like he was there, but he was not actually in. Okay, the then the I, I know for sure. Obviously, the psychiatrist was dead. Yeah, but that guy, this like assistant guy, kind of looked like him, and yeah. Yeah. It was All right. Well, the way they did that. But what did you think? Um. It is very good. One of the things that's hard for me is that I watched all of those Halloween sequels like all the time. They're always on TV around around Halloween season, so I've seen those ones even though they're not that good. I've seen them multiple times and they just completely like erase them. And there's the one I enjoy with Josh Hartnett, <laughs> did have Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's like all this stuff just got erased because this new one basically said nothing. That like Michael yeah. Myers got arrested after. The it of the first takes movie. place. It's basically as if this is the only sequel. Yes. The way it was. I like that. I liked that too. So it erases a lot of those it's movies big F I you watched. All the shit ones that are yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was, what's what was so good about the original and what this did well too is just it just happens. It's not slow. Even though like yeah. horror movies are like everything happens the last ten minutes. This just it just goes and it goes like with also the, the podcasters in the beginning. The one that's what I was gonna say. The one thing I wanted to say even about this one was in the other movies, he only they, I think they even bring it up too. He only killed a certain amount of people. He yeah. must have killed. I want to say it was like if His I remember counting, it was like twelve or thirteen people he killed in this one. In, in the um, yeah, in the first one, I think he only killed. He killed. There's four teenagers. Yeah, and he kills three of them, and I think maybe he kills one other person. This one, he's just going into random places, oh, just killing people. and the fact, yeah. too, like, the one scene like, where he just goes way. into the lady's house yeah. and just hits her in the head with the hammer or whatever he does. And then that's... But I, I like the whole thing I liked about that was because it shows him getting all his stuff back yeah, and becoming his, him. His, his like, he goes, he kills the two reporters, gets his mask out of their trunk, puts that on, and then you're like, when okay... When he gets out of the auto shop, he gets the... Uh, exactly, and he kills that, gets his jacket, <laughs> puts the so mask scavenger on. scavenger hunt, yeah. And then it's like, I need the knife. And he sees the lady in the kitchen, goes in there, grabs a hammer, kills her, grabs the knife, and it's like, he's back, baby. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. So was that uh, it, Andy? Yeah, and they Good. did say there's Good. probably going to be a sequel because even though they, like, seemingly yeah. kill him, that's the thing. Yeah, well, that's the point of it is he's never – you never actually see him die. You saw him down there in the fire, and the, if I'm not mis- – if I remember correctly, they show him and they show it burning – and then when they show another cut of it, I want to say he's gone. The, you the, saw it more recently than me. Yeah, but also the very end, like during the credits, you hear him, you hear breathing. Okay, that part. Like, like whenever they do the, that's what, that's always an iconic iconic shot from Halloween is when they do that peel, like the point of view, of of him, and he's always like looking at kids in the daytime and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. that's always the best too. Is when he's just walking around the neighborhood. And it's like oh, yeah. five o'clock, and it's not dark yet. Yep. And just like, oh well. And this one, he's just walking around with the knife. Yeah, he was ruthless through in this kids. one, like probably like stabbing people. He kills like, <laughs> doesn't he kill someone pretty? Yo, he kills a a young person in that movie, in the car, right? Yeah. That yeah. was like, whoa, okay. Oh yeah, and he just like, smashes. He's also like super strong, and it's uh, you know, he's got like the retard yeah. strength. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he does uh. What does he do? He, I forget how he kills the kid, though, but he, like, hits his head against the window or something, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he just bashes his head into the window multiple times. Yeah, I remember that one. I was like, oh, damn, dude, they're ruthless yeah. in this. And then they make you hold your breath because, like, oh, my God, he's going to kill the baby. Does he? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't you think tell they me. show that. <laughs> it's just your, like, uh, nah, interpretation. 
So this that movie uh, it was a budget estimated of ten million, and uh, worldwide it grossed about two hundred and fifty three million dollars. So yeah, they're yeah. definitely gonna make another one. Yeah, I think they were hired. Or they made an outline of oh here's what we would do if there's gonna be a sequel. I think that's just how that production company works. Yep. I mean the same people as Happy Death Day and same kind of thing of low budget makes good. Let's make a sequel. Hit print. Yeah. Is that all? I'm definitely not. This is me. I also watched <laughs> last night. I watched uh, mid '90s. This is the Jonah Hill. Ooh, how was it? Uh, written and directed. It is not what I expected. Where it's so Jonah Hill grew up wealthy in L.A. and I thought it's like, oh, it's gonna be you know kind of based on his childhood, which I guess it w- somewhat was. You can tell from the trailer it's not. But yeah, it's not. It's uh, you know kind of poor kid. Um, gets involved. He's like 13 or 12. I don't 13. He's young. Gets involved with uh, some older skateboarder kids and like hangs out around them. And it's just kind of dark and like depressing about like, oh, this kid kind of has a shit life and wants to, you know, hang out with the older kids and grow up when he's still just a kid. And I mean, it, it was it was good, very good, um, impressive for that's a, a debut for. Jonah Hill, and that also, all those kids were skateboarders. They weren't actual actors. And he got, he was pretty believable. This is an A24 movie, so is this going to be on Amazon soon? It should be. Because yes. it's not right now. Yeah. Usually, wait like four weeks. I don't know. Okay. Um, but 77 with uh, critics, 81 with audience. I did enjoy, like I thought it was just going to be like happy 90s nostalgia, but there, well, there still is a ton of 90s stuff. You had Ninja Turtle sheets. Yeah, there were He's bad times a, in the 90s. Wearing a Street Fighter shirt and just a bunch of, you know, rap music from the 90s. It was nice. Nice. But it, it's a quick movie, an hour and 20, I think. I liked about that about it. Yep. That's hour why I ended up watching it last night because... Where'd you watch it on again? Just my computer. Just your computer, Andy. Just... It should be on Amazon Prime soon enough. Yeah, it'll computer. be soon. All right, what else you got in that Rolodex? The last thing, uh, Russian Doll, new Netflix show, came ah, out like, last week, two weeks ago. Basically what we already talked about in our movie. Yeah, it's uh, created by uh, the star, Natasha Lyonne, from American Pie and um, the Orange is the New Black. And also uh, Amy Poehler. Um, she's not in it, though. But, Thank God. But yeah, so it stars Natasha Lyonne. She's this, uh, you know, New York girl, as you expected. Uh, you know, semi-wealthy person in New York who just wants to do hipster things, weird parties. It's her birthday party, and she ends up getting hit by a car leaving, and then it immediately starts up. She's back at her birthday party. So she keeps she keeps dying and being stuck, returning back to... Is it good? Yes, it's very good. Okay. It's, so okay. It's, it's Groundhog Day. It's Happy Death Day. It's the same, same yeah, no, kind of I, thing. Yeah, I saw it on the on Netflix last night, and I remember you talking about it, and I read the thing, and I was just like, I don't know if I can do another one of these tonight. So Maybe eventually. So what's what's good is it's an eight-episode, 20-minute episode. Or tw- eight episodes, 20-minute an episode. It's like basically a three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. You, I wouldn't suggest watching it on one sitting. Um, but they do something different than those movies, which I really enjoyed. I think it happens in the third episode, which I think really sets – you know, makes it different than any of these things. And, yeah, I thought it was well done. And seeing stuff in, like, actual New York, not just, like, a movie set, I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll check it out. 
That's your last one? Yeah, yeah, I went through a lot. Okay. I don't really have one. I'll take the credit also of uh, Happy Death Day. I enjoyed it. It was different. It was worth watching. I don't think the second one will be the same, but uh, I guess we'll see soon enough on that, and I I look forward to uh, coming back to that uh, next week with our scores. Um, I think that'll wrap up things, but make sure you do come back to wherever you're listening to this Wednesday or Thursday to check out our Happy Hour podcast because it will feature a uh, special guest, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it. So uh, make sure you you come back for that. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend if you like them and you like us. Yeah, get, this, uh, get us together. This Wednesday podcast has potential to be one of our best. Oh, for sure, absolutely. I mean, every time we have a guest, it's always ends up being a good one. But this is actually a guest who this is a good guest has a name for himself. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we we you did have all. some technical difficulties with our uh, our happy hour podcast a couple weeks back. That one will come out soon. Um, but there's plenty more coming at you all the time. Uh, anyway, I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Off-Road. I love movies, Andy. I'll take it. It's a good name. And the Tony Pony. Yes. And last but not least, before we get going, this whole podcast was brought to you by Simple Doggy. It's the dog leash you've been waiting for right now. Select people. That's you guys. You are the select people. Get 25% off and free shipping when you use promo code. Uh, is it still Tony? It is still Tony. Whoa. So head over to simpledoggy.com to get your dog leash now. It is spectacular stuff, guys. But anyway, we'll see you later.